know. Okay, so it says we're live. This meeting, meeting is, is being, being live streamed. Got it. There we go. Being live streamed. Oh, I never okay. used to say that. Still is not showing up on your page. Zoom update. Yeah, usually it should Takes show up right now. Okay. And there we go. I'm just going to pause it. Oh, whoa. Look at us go. <laughs> oh, we're, all right. we're already streaming. This is Hi, everybody. Are, like our people are enjoying all of this part right now as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. As we get our s together. Live, uh, live and unfiltered from the depths of the internet. <laughs> I don't know. We need a new intro. Hi, internet. <laughs> hey, internet. <laughs> Jeremy's with us today. And so Woo! is Derek. How a long you... time. Sorry. We're just going to all talk over each other. Oh, did you guys both freeze or did I freeze? What a way to start. Median time friend of the pod, Jeremy Baker. Was I frozen that whole time? You were the fully frozen time. the whole time. Uh, it was just you. But Derek's a pro and he, he just took over. Frozen face. I took, I was like, this is my time to shine, baby. Finally escaped <laughs> yeah. from Dale's shadow. We're going deep into how the, the podcast sausage is made here. But yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Learning streams on <laughs> Facebook. It's more than just a peek behind the curtain. Jeremy, thanks for uh, for joining us again this week. I, I'm so excited to be here. How you been since the, the last time we spake? Uh, it turns out I was briefly on episode 200, the 200th uh, episode spectacular. Uh, you were? For, the, for those of you playing back uh, and watching old episodes. What are you talking about? <laughs> Every, everything. Jeez Louise. <laughs> I can tell these kids 47 times that uh, I'm going to be doing a podcast, go watch a show, and then it's like, nah. That's fine. That's yeah. that's life, right? And they'll still show up to it. They they're like, this could be our big break if we like get in. It's like all those kids who got famous during the pandemic, just like wandering into the background of their parents' Zoom calls. Yeah, that's that's it. But actually, what we want is for the kids to put us on their YouTube feed so we can suck off their fame. Like now, yeah, it's that's the exactly. Opposite. Yeah, they just think it's a good time to ask for like a can of soda pop because it's going to be hard for me to say no. You're just going to be like, yes. Just just take whatever you, just take my (laughs) wallet and my Visa card and go. You know, here's the car keys. Get out of here. Get out of here. How you been? I've been good. I've been very good. Yeah. It's been a good few days. Uh, I got fired on Wednesday, but then. I saw, uh, sorry, sorry about that. They're lost. You know, it sucks, but, uh, but then I've had a few days off. So (laughs) Uh, I was, I had a question about that, that whole, what was it? H H something HD peak. Yep. Is that done now? Or is that still going without? No, they're going to continue that. They're just going to continue it with no announcers. Uh, oh oh so a cost cost cutting uh yeah like it made bean counters well it made like zero dollars you know so it was uh it was challenging to have any workers so yeah Mm -hmm. well i was gonna like is that and that seems to be kind of like a a just just give me one sec okay yeah no worries you guys need to go into the other dale (laughs) how are you doing man awesome are you looking forward to this? Because it's your future when we're trying to podcasting. I am. And you have little rugrats climbing up behind you. Honestly, like, hey. I'm going to exploit my kid. And if she walks into the shot, I'll just grab her and hold her up. And I'll be like, now we can go on YouTube Kids. We're yeah. going to be famous. And then I'm going to like that family that just plays with toys. And then like the kids like, I don't really want to play with this dad. And then they're like, tough. I don't know that child exploitation. This is what happens with kids. Yeah, I was just I was just telling him. I'm like, Dale, this is your future, man. (laughs) Uh, 
I don't know that child exploitation means you automatically get placed on YouTube kids. Just well, I you wouldn't call it exploitation. <laughs> I would call it child featuring content. And then I would, because whenever we upload, I upload this to YouTube, there's a little box. It's like, is this for kids? And I always have to click Hi. no. Welcome Hi. to Outrage Factory. Sorry, he wants to be on the show so badly. Yeah, and that's I, cool. Where right. The more the merrier. Yeah. Does he, does he have good opinions? What's his... What's your take? What's his hottest? What's your take? What's your hottest take right now? What's your, what's your most caught? House at the street. How? Why? 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 You can't. You can't hear us, but we we're saying why. We have to go Nice. Yeah. That's gonna be. That's the content okay. we crave. You go it's gonna be hard now. to top that for the rest of the episode. We it might really, just shut it, her down. It, it, it's all downhill <laughs> from here. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. Well, you know, Dale. I guess, like they said. Okay. Yeah. This is your future. <laughs> Okay, now if we don't swear for the rest of the podcast, we, we can say our YouTube kids. kids. We can say yeah. we're for kids. Is that where the you think the money is on you? Because I think back to like when Noah was younger, and we would just like to keep him entertained. You just yeah. put on like eight hours of YouTube kids, mm -hmm. and it's just like endless looping videos of the most like inane shit you could ever imagine. Yeah, and super dumb. Yeah, but like, there's oh, gotta yeah, be it's definitely where the money is right now. Oh. All That's those people are multi-multi-millionaires. Right? Yeah. And, yeah. you know, you guys are streaming for, you know, yeah. people. Like, I asked my sister, I'm like, because she has a child. I think he's eight. Because I, I keep, I always watch kids' cartoons. I'm not ashamed. And there's a new Star Trek show aimed at kids. And yeah. I was like, does he watch Star Trek? She's like, no, he just watches YouTube. And I was like, what? Like, to have all the stuff available when I was a kid, I would be losing my mind. But they just waste their time on YouTube videos and stuff. And, and well, there's like... some. The nice thing about YouTube is that it's like you can watch wherever the fuck you want. Mm -hmm. Like you want to watch like Noah will watch like these influencers that do like stupid, I don't know, like games and stuff or like contests or like Jeremy, I'm sure your kids watch the same shit. And oh, then yeah. there's like it's like, oh, now I want to watch like eight hours of sports highlights. So I'll do do that and it's like oh now i want to watch like dude perfect doing like stupid trick shots and i can do that and now i want to watch like an instructional video on how to draw something and i can do that like youtube has like it's just like stupid the amount of stuff that's on there mm -hmm. but it's like a, a, there's something that caters to like kids interests and attention spans which are like five minutes long so you yeah, watch yeah, a five minute video instead of being like watch this half hour show yeah, I my, guess I, mean, I have a teenager. She watches all sorts of weird stuff. I try not to even ask. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's better. And, it's and probably then, better if you don't. And then, uh, you know, nine year old watches other kids playing video games, generally. <laughs> nice. And the five year old watches the most just insane noises and sounds and blinking lights that I'm just like, wow. <laughs> An adult made this and you and I, like, you know, we always watch this stuff and we're like, man, this would be so easy to make, right? Like, yeah. I don't know how many times you've thought, why are you guys hammering it out with takes and fighting for attention when you guys could just make kids programming and retire millionaires tomorrow? But the amount of drugs that you would have yeah. to do to put your brain in that space. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. yeah like, it, it, you, just you how even. happy they look for like more than a minute at a time. I'm like, I'm out. Well, I can't like, be that happy for that. The really bizarre one 
This is where it's just like I think I know what you're talking about. Like the tactile ones where it's just like weird toys and it's got the like disembodied like lady robot voice and she's like squishing things or doing like weird sure. just like weird 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 stuff. I, or, I can't. or grown man wearing a whimsical outfit who's just really into excavators for 30 minutes straight. And you're like, <laughs> and you think, well, you're an idiot. Why don't you just get a job working construction? And then you forget that this guy makes like many, makes, many, many mm -hmm. times more than the dude operating the excavator. Blippi, yeah. Blippi's net worth is estimated to be $16 yeah. million. Who dollars. is Blippi? Don't oh, Dale. You will find out. You will learn, yeah. man. The funny thing, Blippi's gotta... where the deep dive on the program sometimes oh, for you what? guys. This he's guy? not. He doesn't even do it anymore. Right? He's he's like outsourced himself. Oh, like he's, nice. He's, he's not so great. genius. He's not Blippi. If you watch a new episode of Blippi, it's some floppy-haired, attractive-looking young dude in the outfit oh, being like, dude. "Hey, Blippi, Blippi, Blippi," and I was like, "Whoa, I'm having the uncanny valley." I'm like, "That's not Blippi," and my wife had to be like, "Oh yeah, Blippi's like outsourced himself." That nice. is wild. That's like when well, Gallagher he has sold all million his dollars. Tricks. Why would he do this? Yeah, I'm just that's the dream, Dale. You and I Blippi. need to get wealthy enough that we can hire like basically stunt doubles to host the podcast and just say they're Derek and Dale, <laughs> and we're just like collecting, collecting yes. money. How do you not Definitely. know who Blippi is? I guess you don't have children so yet, but he's Dale, like a like, cultural. You're gonna have a kid. You and your partner are gonna have a kid. Or what? Yeah, in March. Yeah, I'm I think I've seen you on the guy. internet be like kids, you know, you're like kids, kids, kids. Yeah. Whereas Derek, <laughs> We're Derek, having them. Derek's more of a veteran. He's going to be sending you all mm, his youth yeah. receiving blankets. Yeah. Yes. Oh, we've already <laughs> we've given plenty of the. Oh, my kid, uh, my new kid, shit on me for the first time oh, uh, cool. yeah, yesterday. Awesome. So that, that you was, had a good that run. Was, that was an important. That was an important milestone. Yeah. How many months I, was that? You made I, it a I, bit. I hadn't been pooped on for. Uh, yeah, he's been home for three three months, so hadn't been shit on for three months, and then was. And you have an older one too, don't you? Yeah, he's <laughs> he's definitely shit. He was like he's yeah, okay. he's shit on me. Uh, oh yeah, so it was like it was, and, it was the first it was the first shit from the new kid from the new kid. Mm, yeah, fair. which is like yeah, I feel like, you know you don't really feel bonded to your child until they yeah, shit so on you and shit then. and puke and piss all over you <laughs> okay so of all the junk that you buy for a kid so i guess dale's new does dale ask like what do i actually need and what do i don't need i don't and i don't dale think dale's, dale's just like i'm gonna put this kid in a burlap sack yeah and i'm gonna feed it you know barley and grains and it's, it's gonna wrong. grow up like a yeah, i'm a, just a like hardy farm yeah cavemen do this yeah, oh, like Ca like Candace said that too. She's like cavemen had babies. I'm pretty sure we'll figure it out. And Andrew no, is like super into researching it all and stuff. So it's like I don't even have to research it because she's doing it all. And I honestly I don't want to do counter research and then end up arguing with something about it. So I'm oh. just gonna defer to her. You honestly need like one percent of the shit they tell you yeah. that mm -hmm. you need. Probably receiving like, blankets. That's it. That that's literally it. That and. So Diapers, if you yeah. enjoy your child not shitting and pissing on you. Yeah, but, <laughs> but you know, you wrap the receiving blanket right, it becomes a reusable diaper. There you go. Receiving blankets, diapers. Oh, you know what? That, that's all you need. I stand yeah, corrected. Yeah. One of those fancy uh, Lululemon pouches that you can put across your chest and you fill it with baby stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or like, uh, I already forgot. 
the, the other brand, <laughs> the Louis Vuitton ones. Oh, so super expensive. Oh, yeah. I, thought oh. I thought you were going to talk about like a tactical vest, like, you know, those brands <laughs> with a tactical yeah. vest, but yours is just like diaper, wipes, receiving yeah. blanket, kids towel and all. I'll all just those... like repurpose a welding safety vest that has all the like little pockets for tools yes. and stuff. Well, I was going to say all those cargo pants you've, uh, you, you know, refused to give up for decades. I don't decades. have <laughs> are, cargo are pants somebody... anymore, Derek. I finally... Oh, you did give that. Well, time to bring them I switched back, to doggy Dale, pants. You're going to need the pocket space. <laughs> That's You're going to need the pocket space. I'll get cargo jogging pants. I'll rock those forever. Do those exist? Okay. Yeah, man. Headlines. Okay, let's start with what Velma. We got? We're talking about it right before the show. Everybody online hates this new Velma show. So I was like, I gotta say, I forgot all about it. Neil was talking about it. He liked it. He watched the whole thing, said it was good. So I watched seven minutes before the show started. Wait, and Neil like Yeah. And I watched Your it. Your brother, Neil? Yeah. And it's really good, guys. Do you know who the showrunner on it is? Yeah, Mindy uh, K- Kaling. Kaling? Yeah. Kaling? So yeah. the show is basically like the Mindy Project, but it's set in the Scooby-Doo universe. Well, here, so because it's got, she voices it, Mindy. It's got, um, it's got uh, like Glenn Howerton is part of the voice cast. The, the voice cast, I was actually like, oh, this looks interesting. But it's just getting like universally ripped to shit for trying to be like, <laughs> like alternately like too woke. And and then because it's being so like woke, the mm-hmm. the left is actually saying that it's like a satire against woke people Whoa. because it's being, <laughs> being it, it's like so woke that it's like right wing making fun of woke people. And apparently, like somebody did some digging, and and uh, Mindy has gone and like liked tweets from J.K. Rowling and uh, whatever fucking investigation people do. So like. I think if Everyone you're telling, show. yeah, if you're telling Mindy that she's too woke, I think she's probably doing something right. And she if you're was. telling her she's not woken up, I think she's doing something right. I mean, and really, if you're going to make watched, fun of the left and the yeah. right in the culture war, you're winning. That's, I watched that's seven whole minutes be. of it, and it's exactly like the same tone as the Mindy Project. Like they're swearing in it, and at the front, it's self-aware, and they're like making fun of how shows have so much nudity in them in the first pilot episode, and then they trail off of that and stuff. Oh, yeah, and I already then, love it. I haven't even seen yeah, it. I already love it. I already love it. It's seven minutes long. I've only watched seven minutes. I keep saying that, but it's so far, it seems really good. I haven't gotten to all the characters being introduced, but Fred's been introduced, and Glenn Howerton's the guy from It's Always Sunny, right? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, he plays the same. He plays the Dennis character pretty much. So it's Dennis as, as Fred. Fred. It's Mindy as Velma. And I haven't got a bead on Daphne yet. And the African-American, is he still called Shaggy? He hasn't shown up yet in the episode. Okay. Yeah, so. I'm just like, I'm always Team Velma. She's always my favorite in you know, mm-hmm. all of the series. The OG Hanna-Barbera cartoon all the way through <laughs> to, uh, you know, the remakes in the 2000s, the live-action remakes with, with uh, what's that guy's name? What, uh, uh, Matthew uh, Lillard. Lillard as, yeah. Oh, dude, yeah, I yeah. love those movies. Those they're are the actually, they're not, they're not awful. I'll, I'll say yeah, Fred, kids' movies? Freddie dude. Prince Jr. as Freddie uh, Prince Jr. Yeah. as Fred, yeah. Rewatch uh, them. Re- Freaks and Geeks is yeah. Velma. She's great. I rewatched oh, yeah. them like she, a year she, ago. She was a great Alma. I rewatched them a year ago and they hold up. They're still really yeah, good. percent. They're so fun. I met, and, yeah. met Matthew Lillard one time at a chapters in Vancouver. Nice. And, nice. And I was like, hey man, 
you're awesome. And he was just like, leave me alone. <laughs> I'm trying to buy books. As yeah, yeah, yeah. people he was, do. He was reading a book. And I was like, hey, yeah. man. And I was working at the Starbucks in the chapters. And I was like, cleaning tables. And I'm like, oh, you're Matthew Lillard. And he's like, yeah, totally. And then went back down to his book. And I was like, I'm a really big fan. And he's like, yeah, leave me alone. And I was like, okay. I love that. It was probably like, so is everybody else. But now I bet if you ran into him, he'd be a little more for, he'd be a little more accommodating. No, no. Then I'm giving him a hug now if I see him. Oh, yeah. Other, like, you need to go. You'd be like, remember last time we met Matthew Lillard? And he'll be like, no. And you'd be like, well, this is what happened. No. Well, wouldn't what it is- be a trip if he said yes? Oh, man. He'd be like, I remember <laughs> Jeremy. <laughs> From chapters, what? right? We're best friends now. I told you to leave me alone, and you actually left me alone. And people <laughs> never did that. They would keep bothering me. It, it kind of hurt. I thought I didn't think it would work. Oh, dude. Matthew Lillard actually rode this uh, Scooby-Doo because he was, he was shaggy in the oh, like, movies two, the yeah. two live action and then i'm looking at his uh i'm looking at his uh imdb right now and he voiced in shaggy in one two three four five six seven eight nine ten oh there's a scooby-doo wrestlemania video 10 11 12 13 14 holy shit he yeah. voiced like shaggy in like 20 animated scooby-doo yeah that's uh, awesome movie there's yeah it's funny because everybody's like upset about this velma and they're like i can't believe they did this to scooby-doo and it's like they've like derek just said they've made 20 movies since you last heard of scooby-doo and nobody paid attention so this is obviously working to drum up buzz around the scooby-doo universe and there was just a movie or like a live action show with velma and daphne that i think was like three years ago it came out that just was like came and didn't even make a blip on the radar yeah i just think if you're mad about them changing velma then it's like you haven't been a scooby-doo fan long enough because you should be super angry about the time they introduced scrappy-doo but you know that you were able to get past you know what i mean you got past scrappy but now Mm. you're gonna be mad at velma like it's ridiculous that's that's where i draw the line i'm okay with the little hyperactive (laughs) dog as a companion to the larger dumber dog but like changing (laughs) Mm -hmm. velma uh, I just think, do you think it's a commentary on like society right now that like this show comes up that like simultaneously makes fun of the left and the right and yeah. it's universally hated by both sides because it's not just pandering to, to one. Which actually means that it has the biggest audience of, you know, that 80% yeah. in the middle. So, so then they're doing it right. I, I just think we're in a world where we just like, you know, we want to fight. So it doesn't Yeah, matter. I think I mean, it's like... Done. One of those things, uh, different color hair. People, yeah, it came out and people are like, "I hate this by default." They're not like, "I'll give this a chance." They're just like, "I hate it," so they already hate it before they're going in. Like, I, I'm gonna watch the whole series, and it looks like it's gonna be funny. Like, it's actually humorous, and I find it funny as an adult watching a cartoon. So I think it might just not be aimed at the people who are watching it. Like, it's not at all. It's more like Riverdale is to Archie than this is to like old school <laughs> yeah maybe that's a good analogy yeah yeah maybe i'll like it more because of that i just mm-hmm. hope my my biggest fear is that this bombs and then they torpedo the uh the clone high remake that they're oh, currently working on because if they're sucks. like if they're like oh animated shows suck we're gonna this didn't do well and now we're gonna cancel clone high before it airs again because i've been waiting it what, doesn't like, even 
20 long years for that show to uh to come it, back it doesn't matter if velma does good because it's gonna get canceled after what two you get two seasons now of any you, yeah, modern ma- streaming maximum yeah i don't know because cartoons are so cheap to make now that they can use computers to like do it instead of printing like instead of like painting and stuff as opposed to like live shooting and going out and filming stuff i feel like this has a higher chance to make it through multiple like three seasons. seasons maybe yeah maybe yeah it gets the bonus season because it's, it's uh animated mm-hmm. I think right. we we can do a GoFundMe and and do another season <laughs> it'll just get canceled that cheap. by it's not yeah. that cheap yeah and it's funny because <laughs> it's not- online people were like everybody stop hate watching this or it'll just get more seasons like big mouth <laughs> I was like, you guys hate Big Mouth, too? Wait, I love Big Mouth. They're so, yeah. they're so angry that they're like, look, guys, don't be too angry or we'll make it successful. <laughs> that is the most delicious cell phone I've ever heard. I love it so much. Though. That's so good. That's so good. Yeah. All right. Uh, the next one I had on the docket was another kind of nerd one, and it was uh, Disney. Now that they own the rights to X-Men and they're going to come out, they've been thinking about renaming the x-men they're like do we have to rename them so they're more inclusive wait do they own because disney bought like disney didn't buy marvel they just bought the marvel cinematic universe yeah what happened was no what happened was disney bought marvel and with marvel came the mcu because that was owned by marvel but then disney bought fox and Fox was the one that had the licensing for the X-Men, Fantastic Four. All Venom. those like movies. Yeah. No, not Venom. That's the... Sony. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. In the, yeah. old, in the yeah. olden days of Marvel, they weren't um, a movie production company. So they sold yeah. the rights piecemeal to whoever wanted. Like Sony wanted to make Spider-Man. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. you do it. Fox wanted to make X-Men. And then they were like, oh, there's more money in doing it ourselves. Um, yeah. So they that's when they built the Avengers and stuff. But they had already mm-hmm. sold X-Men and spider-man and those rights are coming up and as they come up they get brought back into the fold and disney then went out and just bought the other people that had some of the rights as yeah well. so yeah so disney bought fox and then with that came the rights to the x-men and fantastic four so we're gonna see another fantastic four movie eventually but people are like now like that disney owns them and they're like i don't know super inclusive they're like should we rename this and there's the bit Disney hasn't been like, we're going to rename the X-Men, but people are like, are they going to have to? But there has been in the 90s what? when, sorry, what? Well, is this like an actual news story that Disney is doing this? Or are people just like being like, oh, Disney's going to. It was like to, uh, reports. Yeah. It's catered to the radical left. They're yeah, going to take what, men out of everything. That's what you, that's exactly what it was there. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> And even if they change the name, does it? I mean, just call it X or I don't know. What was oh, it? Yeah. In, the art, in the article? They had some fun names. They had X them, X them. Uh, I liked, and then they had X generation. X generation. It kind of that was. Yeah. They had wait, wasn't Gen X? There was yeah, so a, there is Gen X. Gen X. Yeah, was, uh, hold on. I'm looking up. I I tweeted out a list of the ones after boomers that they had done because um, I looked up on like Wikipedia and stuff all the ones. Someone said just to call them mutants. I guess I was in the article as well. Yeah. I just like X. You probably just call them X or the X project or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I Um, mean, once they change it and then they put it in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, 
that becomes the new, you know, canon. And then, you know, us That's old timers right. will be like, back in my day, it was X of men. And then you know, <laughs> oh, yeah. my daughter <laughs> will be like, let's get you back to dead, dead grandpa. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, all right. Do you want to hear all the names that they have used? I just actually found the tweet. Yeah. So yep. they've had, they've, of course, they had X men, then they had X club, X yeah. factor, new yeah. mutants, Excalibur, Exiles. Excalibur. Nice. Okay. Generation like X, Knights of X, Legion of X, Marauders, Ecstatics, ex- <laughs> Excellent, X Corp. Okay. That's ex- not a re- extreme. Excellent is. Okay. It was like for like two years in like the early 2000s. Okay. A few of those are all right. Yeah. XSE, which is X Xavier Security Incorporation or something. Uh, it, sorry, X. X-S-E. X-S-E. Yeah, like an oh, acronym. The, yeah, yeah. So they're just trying to straight up write sex. Yeah. Well, group. yeah, that's like that's something children, where huh? you, you right, would like right. look at it. Oh, yeah. Groomers. Yeah. <laughs> <There's>, that's <laughs> Tizzy. All right, Tizzy. All right. I think we know what it's going to be called. I think yeah. we know what it's going to be called. And then there's X-Punks, Externals. I like that one. Yeah. Paragons. How many fucking X-Men titles did Marvel run like oh, they're always changing nuts. Comic books, right? yeah x people freedom force alpha flight and the acolytes alpha Those flight are... was the canadian yeah that's true yeah it? canadian that's, content that's yeah. where uh wolverine was before he joined the x-men i think it was even before it's like the cfl yeah you, you're yeah. going <laughs> out you're going <laughs> You're going Alpha Flight, and only the truly exceptional Alpha Alpha Flight gets to go in the practice squad. Then you do it, yeah. yeah. You do a tryout for the X Men. You, you make the tryout. make the practice squad. Yeah. <laughs> the X Ambassadors over there. So this yeah. isn't like this isn't real. I mean, there's lots of cool like X Force or X. Mm-hmm. Even just yeah. calling it like X and just calling and, it X would probably like, be fun. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be fine. Like, I could see them calling it X. Just the X. article that yeah. you shared, Dale, and I don't know yeah. if you guys post the show notes, but they had a pretty funny one that, like, with the X Men joking about it themselves in an episode where, uh, uh, you know, if it, I can't remember if it was Jean Grey or one of them was was going to uh, Professor X and was like, I think you need to change it to X Women because the women keep saving the men. So I guess <laughs> it was a storyline where you know it was hey, Storm uh, and Mystique and stuff, and they were the ones that were, you know solving all the crimes and she's like i think we need a rebrand well so, i, I think, mean they've even joked about it inside yeah. the inside the comic maybe that's the the way to go because i i think as we all know the way to a truly progressive inclusive society is to segregate everyone and so yeah. you could have the x-men and the x-women and they're just not allowed to interact with each other. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yes, they yes. both get, yeah, like, I think. That'll, that'll go very well. That's... They're like those old uh, those old bars in Vancouver that have the women's entrance and the men's women's entrance. entrance. <laughs> <laughs> and you're yeah. like, oh, that's old in time. That's, uh, that... That'll just so, stop everyone from <laughs> drinking too much. Good that work, harkens back to a, a more enlightened time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah, the ex-people was from the future when... Uh... What's her name? Dazzler was the leader of it. So I think that was like oh, great name. in the comics. That was the gender swap of the X-Men. Right. I don't, they've never actually officially been called X-Women in the comic. I don't No, No, that was just a joke in the. Uh, no, in, in no, I know. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just saying that one's still left. So they could use that. If they, they could wanted. use that. Oh, yeah. What they haven't used yet. <laughs> yeah. Although nice. they will probably just go with other ones that they have used. Yeah. I don't know. 
do you think do you guys think they should rename it or no i'm eh, okay with i don't that. care yeah like you know it makes sense i guess to call it not x-men and then i whatever name they choose i'll just hate it and then <laughs> and then i'll be back on the pocket whatever one they choose i'll just hate that one yeah. and then be back on the show just remember yeah, they're gonna listen you... they're gonna listen to my outrage and they're gonna put it back to x-men and then i'll be mad at that <laughs> that's you know yeah that's, that's the best way to live your life is just like flying into a rage about absolutely just, everything that's how, how i can get invited back on the podcast yeah <laughs> just hate it outright and then tweet about it <laughs> are you still working from home Derek? uh yeah for the most part i mean i have the option to like go into the office but what do you think of this time theft article what which this is like oh. my favorite story of the week where <laughs> in the in the google doc there's one that's called time theft and it was this um a bc woman is ordered to repay her employer for the time that she quoted she used to work on projects and she had gotten a pay advance which she never actually they say she never actually worked off because they fired her because she kept effing around and screwing around and not like actually working and stuff and they had actually had so then she sued them which yeah. is the rookie move she, mm-hmm. they, just oh. fired, they just they just fired her so then she sued for severance oh. and they were like oh are we gonna play this game so then they went like oh by the way like we had software on your computer that showed you weren't working so you actually not only did she not win the lawsuit she, the other the company won and she has to pay them money back but whereas if she had just like kept her mouth shut and not sued them if she had it's just, probably it's just like yeah yeah and they, the- <laughs> they would have ate that they would have ate that was like all right well what can we learn going forward hr department let's not hire more yeah. um but because she sued them they were like oh game on yeah i, I mean, mean the lesson here is probably if you've been <laughs> fucking around on work time don't don't sue your employer because they yeah. probably know about it yeah. and the other just, just important take lesson fire is if you get a work computer, don't fuck around on that computer. Get your own personal laptop and fuck around on that. Yeah, and she knew she had the software on her computer. One thing they were like, you were watching Disney Plus while you were supposed to be working or while (laughs) you said, because the way they were doing it was she would bill out hours and stuff. And they went, so they've like, like Jeremy said, after she sued them, they're like, oh, and then they like they're like we have <laughs> <like> record <laughs> of you. You said you worked on this file this time. We have record of that file not being opened for this whole duration of this time. And because she'd said she'd like I can't remember what it was, but she said she like worked like five hours on this file. And they're like you never opened that file. Like didn't <laughs> touch it at all. Yeah, like because they could tell if she had opened like they had like IP spider tracking or something on each file on their like servers i guess and she had never opened it so she found out yeah yeah it was suing what got her in trouble like really oh yeah she yeah could have just parted from the job but i guess you know when you've been scamming you think you're winning like she probably thought mm-hmm. she was winning that whole time she's like well what's one last little you know taste of the milkshake and that's what got her yeah and she was like because they were probably like oh we're gonna they were probably like super nice and not like we're letting you go because we know you're fucking around they're like times are slow and they're probably like just like being super like Like diplomatic about it yeah and they're like we're gonna let you go and then she's like oh they didn't know what i did i'm gonna try get them for set one month in lieu of severance because or uh one month severance pay in lieu of notice because they're just like you're done 
So she and was then, trying to get a month's And then she ended up having pay. to pay them how much? And then she had to pay them, uh, yeah. Two grand or something? Three, just yeah. Two, two yeah, it was, it was $1,500 for the lost wages. And then she had also not repaid the 2900 for the advancement on her pay. Which it's cool. is Good ridiculous. Like, if you take a pay advance... And they let you go, and they don't bring up the pay advance that you still just, owe them just three walk. grand. Just, yeah, just, just walk. Your mouth, walk. Put your head yeah. down. Just go. Maybe ask for a reference. They did walk out the door. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That would be a reference, right? <laughs> just be like, I, I, I probably. We will been confirm that you are employed here, and that is all. We and will that say. is legally all we can say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, perfect. Cool. Perfect, perfect system. Perfect. Oh. Although. If they were like, did this employ did this person work here from this to this? They could be like, well, aren't that <laughs> technically no. shows that they did it? <laughs> <laughs> Just oh, that would be one petty. last delicious bird at the end there. <laughs> well, our software says she did. Mm-hmm. Although I don't even the know new Pinocchio movie three times on our on our page. <laughs> that would be wild. Yeah, like I don't even know if she worked there long enough to use it as a reference, but knowing what type of actions she's taken and not being forethought about it, okay, she probably so put them on her resume. Too. We don't know this person at all. No. Do you no. think this uh, event in her life, does she become a straight and narrow accountant moving forward or does she get better at fraud? Yeah, better at fraud. Come on. Think, think about it like an accountant. Be like, okay, now I know the loopholes. I know what how to cover my better. tracks next yeah. time. So yeah, that's all you can do, right? Be, be, better, every be time. better next time. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it's funny because it's like since she sued them, and then they came back with all of the evidence, and the she basically and it's in the news, and we're talking about it on the internet. Yeah, and she's totally watching this podcast, but she sees the receipts. <laughs> And she's like, okay, this is this 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 is how they're tracking me. And then she heard my awesome suggestion of getting another laptop, second laptop that you watch the Disney Plus on beside your laptop. Yeah. And then they, unless they have, they can, but I guess they, if they have, there, is, there can be camera tracking, but you can still have that laptop yeah. off the side. Yeah, exactly. Or, or even or just up in front of the yeah. camera. Yeah, yeah, I think there'd be a way. Dale, I think we should power game this. I think we can do it. We should. Although, we could do it with Derek. Let's do it with Derek's work from home job. Yeah. Let's do Derek. it with Derek's job. What are we doing? We're, we're going gonna, gonna to try to figure out how to fraud companies. Mm-hmm. Deal. Sign but me we're going to do it with your job. <laughs> you have me a fraud. You have me a fraud company. Yes. I do. Because you guys are like, don't use your work computer for shit. And I'm, like, I'm on my work computer right now. And there's there are frequently times where I will Google things uh like related to this podcast or like pull up stories that we have and i'm like fuck that's that's gonna show up in my search history they're gonna have questions about that the best would be if something i'm not saying do this or anything but you did something illegal or something happened and they had to go back through all your history and they were forced to watch 100 outrage factory episodes to see (laughs) what you were doing (laughs) just to figure out exactly how did you beat our yeah work tracking program we need episode 229. How did you beat it? <laughs> I mean, they would obviously love this show, but a hundred in a row <laughs> just for days watching, that would be a bit Maybe so into it. Just watch the loop on Dale's neck just get bigger and bigger on his t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just it's getting worn out as we speak. I love it. <laughs> 
all right. Who are we outraged at next? The AI bot that is apparently questioning if the Holocaust happened. Yeah, these a this AI story to me was absolutely wild. First off, like I said, my kids stream the dumbest stuff on the internet, mm -hmm. but at least it's generally made by people. But now let's like we were talking about uh, uh, outsourcing, you know, Blippy outsourcing the Outrage podcast. People are out outsourcing streaming and having an AI bot basically do the show, right? Yeah. And the best part is they say it perfectly in here where it was, oh God, I got to find it in the article. But basically- like a, a dude is programming the AI. Yeah. Is that basically What the fuck it? is this? What, AI, what is an AI VTuber? What is that? It's a video tuber and it's like people can ask it questions and then it'll answer from like the AI thing. And the funny thing is all these programmers and stuff are like, it basically once an AI interacts with people on the internet for two weeks, it turns racist oh, <laughs> yeah, across yeah. the board. What was but, it? There was like, so, yeah, some experiment they did where it was just like machine learning from like people's random texts and like the more, wasn't there something, wasn't it like a major company did something and it was yeah, like, oh, you can right. chat with this like AI thing. This is mm -hmm. like a year or two ago. And it took like, yeah, like no time at all before they're like, okay, now we have to deprogram it because the, yeah. the AI has become because it's like it doesn't think for itself. It just pools on the great volume of responses people have talked to it. So this uh, Neurosama, she was talking, and then somebody said, "Did the Holocaust happen?" And she said, "I don't know." So they're like, "Whoa!" This AI bot's like, and it's like a cartoon version of a little girl. So it's like a video AI and it's like anime. So it's like, it's kind of creepy to begin with. Yes, that like, yeah, yeah. And then like just be dudes like, are like hanging out with this like cartoon yeah. girl Twitch streamer asking about the Holocaust. Oh I God, mean, I, so there's a lot of funny. red, there's so many red flags about this going on. I'm just like, <laughs> who are these people? What are you doing? But they said in the article, Dale, that you shared that, that these AI bots, like people purposely know how to push the, the oh, triggers yeah. and get the AI bot to say crazy stuff. And that seems like what happened even in this article mm -hmm. or in this story is that the people were like trolling the AI bot to like, you can like ask it enough questions that you can almost like force it to kind of go in certain directions. Yeah. And that's basically, yeah, they're like, they're like, yeah, they're saying people deliberately mislead these and stuff and try to get them to base. It's basically like troll the troll, the like AI version of trolling where you're like, let's get this computer robot to say, ridiculous shit and then they always do yeah well because so the, prob the problem with like uh like um like natural language processing in particular is that like to teach machines how to speak like humans you have to expose them to humans and the things humans and that's say. a mistake and, well, and humans are just shitheads like they're gonna be <laughs> fucking assholes like 99 percent of the time they're gonna be like oh good i could teach this robot to be a hateful racist holocaust denier like fuck yeah i'm gonna take that opportunity i want to have uh, an ai bot watch 100 episodes of the outrage factory and then see what oh, comes out amazing. oh my god that would actually be and then and then and then have the ai host a show Ooh. and then it, we could just put like dale and i's faces like cartoon dale and yep. i cartoon and then dale. we just we sit back and we watch the money roll in because you don't have to pay ai anything <laughs> and that's that's our meal ticket yeah is there like a is there a comment section on the on the video here where they're uh oh yeah you could comment where, right beside where the people are thing. like are being like rah, 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 rah. you know if people <laughs> if people 
you know, then if we had the questions coming in in real time, that's when things could get really outrageous. It, oh, could, yeah. it could just, the, the robot that we would not train to be, Dale, let's be honest. Yeah. If a robot watched every episode of Outrage Factory, how racist would the robot? How be? racist? How racist would the robot be? Actually, think? we're never. We never say. We talk about people being racist a lot because, especially like around episode one hundred, because that was when everybody was getting fired for saying racist shit and getting caught on ca- camera. Like yeah. that woman from the car dealership. I don't know why I always remember that, but she, Oh like, yeah. That was a crazy story. I remember that one told those guys to go back to their own country. Oh, the so, one in the Denny's or whatever. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. From like car stairs or something. Or, uh, she was from the interior. I was Cochrane. She was in Cochrane, but she was from the interior. Yeah. She was from yeah. interior BC. Yeah. And, um, so we'd be talking about that, and then the AI bot, if it looked all those videos up, it would be super racist because it would just like start. But like, is the AI stuff. gonna be smart enough to know like what's commenting and what you know? I guess that's the part of the AI, mm-hmm. right? It's like, is the AI just gonna instead be like the super righteous warrior that's gonna be just like, I hate racist people, blah 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 blah, you know? Oh man, and, like it turns into this like white knight, it's like if a control. robot like was on the internet i could just see it being like an incel white knight so it would just have this like internal struggle yeah but i, I guess think... that would that's me assuming that the robot would identify as male and white it's a robot but it's okay. copying you too so that's just kind that's of that's true we with are an outrage factory ai it could be i don't know there's that would some, be amazing i wonder there's, if there's a brainiac somewhere... out there watching this podcast on oh youtube and it's like, I can do this, guys. I have the technology. And you guys are going to be like, how bad can this be? And then we're going to talk about on the Outrage Factory about how you guys got banned from YouTube for two weeks <laughs> because of your AI bot. They'll be like, this they're in jail. Content now. making content. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's the flywheel. Let's do yeah. it. <laughs> I'm down. Except for we can't give it our faces. Otherwise, like if we deep fake ourselves with this robot algorithm, we're oh, yeah. going to like actual jail. And then you could fake the voice as well. You could fake the voice so good now. Everything. It could just like honestly just be like you guys are blippy, man. Robot versions of of Dale and I. Yeah. But racist. <laughs> not racist. Sorry. Sorry. The robot's yeah. not racist. The robot the robot's gonna be, be a righteous warrior. Yes. Okay. What's what are we mad at next? Uh, let's talk about this Gwen Stefani thing. Oh, yeah, been, Gwen Stefani it. back in the news. Yeah. yeah. I got to look. I'm just pulling up this article. because story is so dumb. I remember reading the original story and I was just like, what is happening? The two women or the one woman that wrote the story too was trying so hard to help Gwen Stefani through the interview. I was like, <laughs> it was getting like cringy. Like the woman was like, at this point, we stopped the interview. And we're like, Gwen, would you like to clarify your comments? <laughs> She's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> But she does bring up a good point. I'm not saying she's right or whatever. I'm going to find the quote of what she said. Um, okay, so she launched a perfume brand in 2008. This is yeah, it was funny is that all is really old. Harajuku, Harajuku, Harajuku girls. Named yeah. after a district in Tokyo and stuff. So they're talking about this now. And then she started talking about how her father like traveled for business and stuff. And they went to Japan a lot. So she said... This is her quoting. I said, my God, I'm Japanese and didn't know it. Stefani said of visiting Harajuku for the first time. I am, you know. 
And then the late interviewer was like, "What?" Yeah, the interviewer was like, "I'm sorry. Do you want to try that again?" And like, I mean, they they yeah. tried to help her along. And then the interviewer said, and then Stefani reiterated, "She's like, I'm a little bit of an Orange County girl and a little bit of a Japanese girl, a little bit of an English girl." And it comes and like, I'm not talking about Gwen Stefani anymore. I'm just like giving you guys like a logical moral puzzle. Like if your parents travel a lot and you spend basically half of your time growing up somewhere, can you claim that as like you're a person from there? Yeah, I think though it's like she didn't live there. She her dad traveled there, not even really yeah. she did. And she, so she said she was familiar with the culture in She's that. Familiar. Like that's what and she that's was made. I'm not talking about her because she yeah, yeah. obviously if the first time she well, went to Harajuku was as an adult. Well, she hadn't spent as much yeah, time and there. she was inspired by, and she does love it. And it is an area or a district, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you know, you could be like, man, the first time I traveled to New York, I felt like a New Yorker. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'm from New York or I'm a New Yorker. I just was like, oh, this is where my kindred spirits are. And I think maybe that's what she was trying to say. And the interviewer tried a few times to be like cool i kind of get what you're saying do you want to rephrase it and she was not i guess able to or wasn't understanding what she needed to rephrase but it was an interesting article only in that it was a woman who was a fan and Mm -hmm. she even was like in the 2000s that you know the woman who wrote it was an asian american she was like at the time i was actually very inspired by gwen stefani because she was like this one person putting japanese culture like in the mainstream uh, which yeah. she was like, I was conflicted by, but at the same time, I loved it. She's like, I begged my mom to buy the perfume. Um, and now she's like, but now we've got all these years. And I wonder if Gwen Stefani can reflect, you know, all these years later and all this growth yeah. theory we've had as a society. And then they're like, Gwen, what do you think? And then like her take was so like, I guess not what they wanted to hear. Also like what she did in 2004 with her album, like Love Angel Music Baby, she hired like this is from the article she hired four japanese backup dancers and named them love angel music and baby and got them to appear in all of her music videos and got them to it was weird because she got them to like follow her to like music events and openings and they never said anything or like directly interacted with interviewers anybody they just kind of stood behind her has like security or something it was like a weird thing and yeah, it was they're in- fucking they're backup dancers they're not front up talkers or whatever i know but <laughs> she's dragging them around with yeah, but yeah like she's taking them down the red carpet with her like there's a picture in the article of they're just like standing behind her and it's like it was okay, that so weird- here- yeah here's my question yeah are we able to like idolize and emulate and adopt and like be a fan of other cultures without without like at what point does it become appropriation versus um well the the article kind of touched on that a little bit you know on two points they said one uh her uh, saying she was Japanese when she clearly was not was, was problematic. <laughs> and then number two, they kind of talk a little bit about her, uh, I guess, like profiting from uh, it. 
from yeah, it yeah. kind of excessively. And they were like, that's kind of where you start getting into that it's territory. A- like she went from appreciation to just kind of like out of touch Hollywood person, I guess would probably be the best way to put it. Yeah, it's like, it's when it stops being an homage and starts being kind of exploitation. That's where I would draw the line. Like as soon as you're like, you're like, I love Japanese culture here. So I'm going to use some of the iconography in my art or whatever, that's fine. But then when you're like, start making a lot of money off it it becomes weird because are you taking time and attention away from actual japanese artists or whatever who, who would be there if you weren't using their style yeah instead of them? She, she definitely could have done a better job i just think yeah. it's so interesting that it came kind of back when years after it happened and i mean it really just began i think it was supposed to be a puff piece um and the person who wrote the article was like i'm a, i was a fan i am a fan yeah you know, like she, she was just so it was an interesting i mean it was just such a, a bizarre it was a bizarre moment of music journalism that i was sort of like wow and yeah it's music. funny because for me i was like oh yeah she did do that that was weird that was in weird. 2004 when she had like all this harajuku stuff and like those girls following her and like how about a documentary on netflix about uh the harajuku girls like where are they now what was it like for them let's get baby angel yeah let's you know music and love music angel baby baby. i would definitely watch yeah i would definitely watch a 10 minute youtube video of that of like where are they now and like what some like awkward sweaty guy talking about it like some like (laughs) fan cut together documentary yeah no sweaty guy uh, Vice, yeah. Vice, Vice does these little music docu- documentaries from time to time. They're like 20 minutes long. They're so good. Yeah. Do it. I think. Oh, uh, yeah. I'd dive right I, into that. I'd watch all 20 minutes that no problem. And then I'd go my, into Scooby-Doo. My favorite thing in this, uh, the the CBC article that you linked, Dale, about the yeah. Gwen Stefani thing is the very last line, which says, Stefani, who is also the lead singer of pop rock band, No Doubt, has been accused of cultural appropriation in the past for using reggae and ska influences in her music. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> like, what? Is that, yeah. is that cultural appropriation? Oh, man. Like, I mean, her entire, you know, it's she's just kind of like, Done different just things. yeah yeah i well i guess that's she's like a cultural that, uh chameleon uh, chameleon there you go i would say for that i would give it to her because she actually brought dance hall to the mainstream awareness and stuff with um did well, she do that well there's that um, no doubt album it was kind of like world. after they're done oh what was it called i think it was like their last album i gotta look up the name yeah. it's gonna wikipedia me. that now it's a good album. I remember it was like oh, good. No doubt, it's just banger after banger. Even Gwen Stefani's pop stuff was awesome. I know you're you're saying that I'm that not going to hey go that baby far. song. I will go that far. Yeah, was that on that album? That that that's the song you're talking. The uh, rock steady was the album. You're yes, I of. love yeah. that album. Yeah, like, uh, Rings of Saturn or whatever. That was also good. Oh yeah, that was a good one too. Tragic mm-hmm. Kingdom is that '90s, you know, with all the jams mm-hmm. on there. All right, guys, I do got to fly because I got to put my kids to bed now. All right, bud. Okay. Are nice tight hour. Yeah, yeah I love you. Hour. Pleasure having you join us. Uh, let's do it again real, real soon. You better believe it. Next time Gwen Stefani's in the news, I'll be there. Oh. <laughs> All right. Should be long. <laughs> Just she has to find her next uh, cultural. All right, Dale, Derek, thank you guys so much. Yeah, no problem. And, thanks for uh, coming on. People who find us on the YouTube, thanks for taking some time to hang out with us. Yeah. Bye. Right. Appreciate Bye. it, man. Later. Derek, do you want to keep going or do you want to? 
we can we can do a quick hit. I have six minutes, and then I got to do the. What do you want to talk? Do you want to argue about Jordan Peterson, or do you want to oh, talk about Dale. Harry's dick? Dale. Wait, what's the other option? Harry's dick. Harry, like Prince Harry? Yeah. Oh man, that's a toss up. Uh, I'm good uh, for either. Okay, uh, let's let's cover Harry's dick quickly because that's a really quick one. Let's quickly so, cover Harry's dick. Let's go. In his there's this like clip going viral of his book of the other, I think or those no, spare. It's called Spare and in it he he's in trouble for two things. One is he um talks about be, his wartime service or whatever and how he killed maybe 25 people and how he had to dehumanize the enemy to make it easier and everybody's like that's Wait, not how he? it works. Where was he killing people? In what Afghanistan. What conflict was he in? Afghanistan, he was a helicopter pilot yeah. and he like, he was like support. So he wasn't on boots on the ground, but like, they would be like, Hey, we need help. And he would fly in and then they would machine gun like stuff. And he, in his book, he says how he had to like dehumanize it and make it into an us versus them type of deal in his head. Otherwise he wouldn't be okay with it. And then the British army was like, you can't just say shit like that. And meanwhile, everybody's like, isn't, that how all war works don't you have to dehumanize them so you can do shit like that but yes. then they got all upset about him not being respectful of the process i don't know and then there was this other part of the book where he talks about how he when he was doing military service he got frostbite on his pp and there's this clip online where he's like talking about how he would like he was trying rubbing creams and stuff on it and then one of his friends was like, why don't you try this like woman's face cream? And he's like, oh, my mom used to use that on her lips. And you want me to put it on my donger? And everybody's like, this just got so weird and awkward. So it's just like the fact that he said he was going to put the face cream that his mom put on her lips and he was going to put it on his like frostbitten dink. Yeah, like Freudianly, you know, in his mind, he was like, yeah. now, my, now my mother's lips are on my penis. Wait. <laughs> He's like, I never got a kick at that whole royal inbred thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> had to go is get it too some... soon? Is it too soon to speak <laughs> ill of uh, of Diana like that? But uh, yeah, it's yeah. a weird, it's a weird thing. Yeah. The weird but thing it... to disclose with zero prompting whatsoever. <laughs> I don't know. Every time I hear like weird stuff, I'm like, yeah, it's the royals. Like everything Harry and Meghan say, the only thing I say is like, yeah, they're the royal family. Like, would you Yeah, expect? it's true. Well, like you're when, like, particularly with the the like actual royal, like not Megan because she married into it, but like the actual yeah. royals. You're probably like, you have never in your life learned how like actual people speak. Oh, exactly. Or, like you've just never been exposed to that. Yeah. Or when Megan was like, yeah, they're actually pretty racist, and you're like, yeah, <laughs> it's the royal family. Did you see what they did for the last five hundred years to the world? Yes. <laughs> Like they invented uh, Europe invented racism. They did the royal, the British royal, British, specifically. yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, especially the ones that came over from Germany and are all cousins with yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, Solid. yeah, bro. Yeah. Wait, I wanted to talk about this other thing before we argue about Peterson too. The uh, the how Biden had classified oh, files. Dude, like, did you hear they just found more? Fucking idiot! So they found, yes. they found nearly 10 is what they're going to say they don't they can't count to 10 apparently they're like we found nearly 10 files I'm like okay kind of odd that he made so much fun of trump and now he has some 
and the and one thing people are hung up on was that they found these in um before the midterm elections and they just brought it out like a week ago they're like oh hey we found these files but there's like in two and the thing was originally they didn't find the files what they did was they found reports from in 2017 when somebody on biden's team was like oh yeah we have these classified files in the back office so they found like the journal entry or whatever from 2017 in november or whatever before the midterm elections but they waited until january after the elections and they're like hey we have these files sorry here they are you should take them we knew about them five years ago but we didn't say anything and then they're like okay and then it's kind of vague because it's like they say some and sometimes they're saying that like biden's lawyers are looking for them or he's accompanying the people who are looking for them but they found files three different times and the first two times were in his office is is it penn state where his office is from when Uh, he was vice pres is it like penn state the university yeah i don't anyways Uh, maybe i don't know where it is but he has like an office at a university and that's where they found the first two files the first two times they found files and the third time the one you're talking about was they were at his home in his garage did you hear the sound clip no i didn't hear the clip oh i gotta find it i'll if i find it i'll put it in i'll edit it in here and get booted or whatever but it's hilarious because he's like yeah they're in my garage beside my corvette (laughs) like okay is that a safe spot to keep them he's like yeah that's where i keep my corvette because apparently he has some fucking hot ass corvette that was on jay leno's garage and he's like super proud of it and he has all these files and it's funny because i was listening to a podcast talked about this today and i hadn't known that they had found files with his car and i saw all these memes about his corvette stuffed with files and i was like i don't get this meme and then i found out and it just fell into place and that like um yeah like it's just fucking if you are a person who like flipped out about Trump's files and then you're like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm going to keep it under or I'm just like not going to flip out or I'm going to excuse that Biden did it or you're a person who excused when Trump did it and now you're fucking like going hard at Biden for it. You're a fucking idiot. And the culture war is holes yeah. in your brain oh, no, because exactly. they're both fucking like it's a stupid thing to do on fucking both of their parts and they're both oh, morons yeah. for it and uh, they should both face some kind of sanctions for that so that we're not yeah. just like letting high-ranking government officials who are clearly both inept bubbling morons mm. and here's another lesson stop electing people who are like 70 plus and senile <laughs> to fucking run your fucking country because i'm sure younger people know to not yeah. just be like oh classified documents gonna leave my garage next to my corvette yeah you don't fuck I guess the one difference everybody should point out is that Biden is surrendering these surrendering these willfully and is like, hey, here's some more. Whereas Trump was like, I don't have those. Everybody has them. It's my right to have them. And he like tried to like keep people away from getting them from Mar-a-Lago. So FBI actually had to go and raid Mar-a-Lago to get them back. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, that's the just, only difference. I would that's say. mostly just on uh, on uh brand for trump but also if 
Trump hadn't done this, like if they hadn't found the ones at Trump and the FBI hadn't raided them, how willing would Biden be to give these up? Like you could say that it's like the second child thing where it's like the first child goes and blazes a trail and gets in shit and grounded all the time. And then when the second child comes along, like, all right, the first child did this. He didn't do anything too bad. Whereas like Biden saw what happened to um, Trump and how he tried to resist and then got raided by the FBI. And he's like, all right, let's just give them to him. Let's give them nearly 10 files before they kick our door in. Yeah. Whereas if the whole thing with Trump hadn't happened, how resistant would Biden be? I don't, he's like a zillion years old. So probably not that. Actually, I don't even think they would have found these if the thing happened with Trump, because after it happened with Trump, they Biden's team were like, all right, we better look to see if we have any. You know what they should actually, every fucking former president who's still living should probably go explore their residencies for classified files. Cause I'm sure they're fucking out there. That might happen. Oh, yeah. And my joke was, <laughs> why didn't Biden keep his laptop beside his Corvette if it's such a space but safe place? Got him. <laughs> do you want to talk about Jordan Peterson now? Or are you no, out of now time? We're, now we're, now we're going to have to do it the next episode. Because okay. I got lots to say about this fucking now Everybody story. knows how much you hate Jordan Peterson. But hate- at the same time, like I'm I like Jordan Peterson more than you do, but I don't give him a pass for everything and I, he does say smart stuff once in a while but i think the ontario psychiatry board with this is way overstepping their bounds i don't i i don't think they are for very specific reasons that i will go into oh, but the story the that jordan, for next episode the story that jordan peterson's telling about why he's being censured it's for like oh for criticizing justin trudeau it's like it's that's not why they're doing it you kermit the frog sounding motherfucker like he has made <laughs> problematic statements specifically pertaining to people's identity or mental health Mm -hmm. and it has nothing to do with his political beliefs even though he will trip over his own dick framing it that way anyway we'll tune in next episode where we'll talk about it then um but until then hey thanks everyone for joining us uh thanks of course to our uh our guest jeremy baker you can follow him on twitter at jeremy underscore baker is it all one word just Jeremy uh, let me see it's something you can yeah, follow it's jeremy me at- underscore baker jeremy underscore baker uh i've been your co-host eric bolin you can follow me at herder i've been your other co-host dale deruder you can follow me at super dalebot you can follow the podcast twitter uh at outrage fact pod if you want to send us some feedback at gmail at um i always get used to saying at first but it's outrage fact pod at at gmail.com at gmail.com if you're watching this on youtube and you do comment i will see it because i run the youtube page or whatever so if you comment somewhere i will most likely see it you can if you're watching this on facebook you can just comment beside the video and i'll see it wherever you're liking it smash that like button or Mm -hmm. wherever you're watching it smash that like button uh and if you are listening to this through the traditional uh podcast format in your ear holes please uh rate review and uh subscribe and share with your friends like tell your friends share hyperlink thing because that all helps us a lot tell Uh, all your friends thank you in advance and until next week stay angry (laughs) 